Hey everybody, it's Jeanette and Megan, and today's episode is Night of Murder. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but first, like always, food of the week. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. ding. Go first. Okay. <laughs> okay, my food of the week was something that I think not everyone likes, but it's sauerkraut and sausage. Oh, yum. I feel like sauerkraut is one of those things people either really love or they fucking hate. And I love it. Love. Yeah, I'm down for sauerkraut. Yeah. So Doug made like a pot of sauerkraut and I think he boiled it with beer and potatoes and sausages and it was just really good. So that's my food of the week. Hell yeah. My food of the week happened yesterday, and I am so excited to report about this. It's called Southern Charm, and it's this little restaurant in the shitty part of Jacksonville. And Jeanette has been there one time when she, before she moved, she went there, she walked in and I did not And she walked right back out and was like, Oh hell no. So mm-hmm. of course I went and, <laughs> and the food is so good. Um, it is like Southern home cooked food. There's one chef. Uh, there's collard greens, which were delicious. So amazing. And then there is mac and cheese, which was also so amazing and fried chicken. And I would actually like to do a bigger episode about this. So this is all I'm saying about this place. This was my food of the week. This place deserves its own episode. But <laughs> yeah. The collard greens and the mac and cheese were to die for. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because I couldn't eat there. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to say about it. I even left them a Google review. That was nice of you. I feel like if you leave a Google review, then it made quite an impact on you. I know. So impacted your bowels maybe that's what we'll do next week impact your bowels no (laughs) (laughs) do an episode about southern charm okay because i plan to go again all right we should um read the reviews (laughs) yes we're gonna i i have so many ideas All right, so enough about that. Megan, why don't you tell us what we're doing today? Today, we are getting drunk. Already there. Yeah, they slash are drunk. Um, And we're going to report on a murder of this lady. Her name is Catherine Knight. And Jeanette has a disclaimer, which I fully appreciate it. Okay, kids, my disclaimer is this may or may not be completely accurate because research is hard and Megan and I both researched the same subject and we both came up with different results. So, you know, 
accuracy, what does that matter? I feel like the bulk of the information is there. Yeah, we basically just smushed our facts together. Yeah, and we made a little fact baby, and now we're going to poop it out on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Catherine Knight uh, grew up in a really abusive home. Her father was an alcoholic, and he would, like, beat and rape Catherine's mother. This is, like, her early life, by the way. <laughs> and Catherine was raped by multiple family members. <sighs> Um, I couldn't, I couldn't find like any names, but it said that family members did come forward and say that what she was saying was true, but it wasn't by her dad. Her dad didn't do it. Who was like, okay, first off, I never found this in my research. And second off, who would be like, yeah, yeah, that's true. I raped a child. Well, um, supposedly the mom would tell Catherine and her sister about all the things that the dad would do to her. And Catherine came to her one time and was like, oh, this guy wants me to do um, this thing for him. And I didn't want to. And her mom was like, just do it and shut up and stop complaining. <gasps> like, what the fuck? Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, supposedly she was a great student and she won a lot of awards for being like the model student or well for her behavior. She was like a really nice girl, but she did not know how to read or write. So what the fuck was she doing in school? She dropped out whenever she was like 15, but still oh. like... How is nobody recognizing the fact that she can't read or write? Yeah, how'd you even get to 15? I don't understand. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, I'm glad she won some awards, even though she didn't know how to read or write. How does she know she got an award if she couldn't read it? <laughs> you think it'd just be like a document? What happens if it was just like a bathroom pass and she's like, dude, I got an award. <laughs> like my. Fuck. Well, that's super fucked up. It's safe to say that her childhood sucked, like in the categories. Oh, yeah. Hers would fall in less desirable. For sure. For sure. Okay. So you want to know what I heard? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> or what I found out. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay, I thought, well, I didn't hear about anything that you had said about her being raped or her parents being abusive or alcoholics or anything like that. But I did hear that, like, her dad was like a slaughterhouse guy. Like he slaughtered animals and somehow like she learned how to slaughter animals. Like that was the family trade. And then she really enjoyed it. Like it was her passion. <laughs> like, and I guess she was really good at it. Yeah. Like, and she did a good job. So like, yeah, I saw that too. Okay. And then, like, you know, when you're a butcher, you use a lot of knives. So she became, like, a knife collector and really enjoyed, like, knives. Like, that's her niche. 
And I also saw that she liked horror films. Like she had a huge, ginormous collection of horror films, which I don't like horror films. Do you like horror films? No, I don't. And a lot of them, I don't even think it's the scary factor. It's the most of them are really disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. And I don't like the gore. Yeah, me neither. I think it's grody. Yeah. Um, did you read anything about how she used to put her knives over her bed and it was something that she'd done her whole life up until she went to prison? What do you mean? Like, her knives were would hang on the wall over her bed. Just oh. in case, just in case she ever needed one, you know, which I mean, that's kind of smart, but just in case she ever needed one. No, I did not read that. Self-defense. But I will claim that I have a giant knife hanging above my bed. Bum, bum, bum. You have that. You have that crazy razor ninja weird knife. It's like a Scottish sword used to kill ponies or some shit. I don't know. Doug is Irish and he has this Irish sword and it's hanging in our bedroom. Not that one. Oh. The one you used to keep in the door (gasps) of your car. Oh, I love that knife. I still have it. (laughs) (laughs) Your car knife. Badass knife. I stopped carrying it in my car because I spoke to a police officer about it. And he said that you're not allowed to carry a knife with a blade bigger than six inches. And it was definitely bigger than six inches. So I stopped carrying it in my car. But I still have that knife. It's in my drawer by my bed with the other knife that's hanging. Oh, my God. You should be taking photos of this for later. Okay. I feel like her and I have a knife (laughs) knife love together. Well, let's get back to Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. So Catherine got married to this guy named David Collette. And on the first night that they were married, she tried to kill him. She strangled him. Um, I had read that they had had sex like multiple times. He's like ready for bed because, you know, he's fucking drained, literally drained. And she's like, oh, fuck no. And she strangled him. But he got away. So that's cool. He lived. That's what I heard, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, They had a daughter together. And shortly after they had their daughter, David left Catherine for another woman. And she had the daughter. She tried killing her daughter on multiple occasions. And I don't know if it's like to get, if it was to get back at him or if it was because she had like severe postpartum depression. But one of the times that she had tried to kill her, she was treated for like months at an institution and it was treated for postpartum. And then when all that went down, David like left his girlfriend. He comes back to Catherine. He impregnates her again. So she Mm. has two daughters. And then he's like, all right, peace out. 
And he leaves Rude. her again. Rude. <laughs> but, but she was continually like beating him and being abusive to him. So he's like, oh, yeah, that's why I left you in the first place. Um, Is this the daughter she tried to kill on the train track? Yes. Yes. That's fucked up. How are you going to leave your baby on the train tracks? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know, but um, some guy, like, saw that the baby was on the tracks, and he got down there and saved her. Thank God. Sorry, I'm drinking my margarita. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I'm drinking my Truly. (laughs) I got those um, booze in a bag. I want to try those. Those look good. I just got booze and water. Oh, yeah, I got water, too. Because, you know, that's good for you. Do you have anything to add on to her marriage? Um, her David, like, I feel like he dodged a bullet, you know? Like, first off, David, why are you banging up this girl so many times if she's this cray-cray? Second, I think it's really rude she left her baby on the tracks. And I think it's rude... That he banged her up so many times and made her have babies. Like, stop recreating with this cray-cray lady. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And then um, Catherine moves on from David and meets David. (laughs) Uh, This guy's last This guy's last name is Saunders. Um, <clears throat> she starts dating this guy, and she moves in with him and his daughters. And shortly after they start dating, what do you know? She starts beating him, too. And at one point, this is pretty graphic information, but at one point, she had claimed that she was grumpy, so she slit his puppy's throat in front of him. That's so fucked up. Super fucked up. Super fucked up. I think I'd be traumatized for my entire life. Oh, my God. It's just a puppy. I would have Okay. Me- if you're killing puppies, oh, my gosh. Girl, what? she worked at a slaughterhouse. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> this is just like another day at the job for her. Hey, puppy. Sorry you gotta die. We're not gonna eat you, but what up? Right, right, right. Um, and then after she does this crazy ass shit, she fucking stabs him with scissors. <laughs> Hate it. Okay, y'all. If you've listened to our previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know <laughs> that scissors are dangerous um i've been personally affected by scissors kirsten has been personally affected by scissors yeah i have you've been affected by scissors what was your scissor story i was in the kitchen and i was cutting vegetables and shit and I needed the scissors and when I grabbed them they went straight down and they hit the top of my foot as well. Yeah. I didn't think I I didn't think I had scissor stories, but then I was like, oh my God, I had a flashback. And it was whenever we lived in our 
apartment. Girl, yeah. it's probably because you were traumatized and your brain blocked it out for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Scissors. But hate that. This motherfucker was stabbed with them. Oh, God. Stabbed. And she, uh, I don't know if you could believe this, but he left her too. I don't believe it. <laughs> she slit his puppy's throat and stabbed him with scissors, and he was smart enough to leave. Yeah. What a winner. <laughs> I think I think that's when he was like, you know what? I'm not doing this shit anymore. Um I, I'm I'm not about this. And I wanna say her mom had like Catherine's mom had told this guy, like, do not piss my daughter off. She will fucking kill you. She's crazy. You don't want to cross her. And he's like, oh, uh-uh. And he left. Smart he left. guy. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, she was described as having a strong personality. Like, she was the kind of girl who's very jealous and vindictive, and you did not want to piss her off. Like... Yeah, and then she had this other side to her where she was so sweet, you know, so fucking crazy. It's like Jekyll and Hyde or whatever that saying is. Yeah. Dr. Jekyll and Hyde. Mr. Hyde. Mr. Jekyll, 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 doctor. I don't know. We obviously know a lot about this. Obviously. <laughs> and then... Um, we move on to her boyfriend, John Price. That's a great name. It is. Nice, strong name. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, got the worst. He's the one who got murdered. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> okay, I researched and I found out that he was in his 40s and he was a really good worker, but he was a really good drinker as well. So that was one of the things that they would do together. They would, you know, go to the bars and pubs and hang out Hello. and drink. <laughs> like that was their their jam. We're good drinkers too. Yeah, we're being good drinkers tonight on blowing it up on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. She was trying to force John to marry her, but he was like, no, I don't want to marry you. He already knows she's violent, but he let her move in with him and his daughter and his Bad son. idea. And he starts dating her. And I don't understand. Like, if you know she's so violent, why are you even fucking with her? And then you found some uh, information that I didn't know. I thought that they had only been together for a little while. No, girl. They were together for five whole years. <laughs> that's a long time. I feel like that's a pretty long relationship. I feel like five years is long enough. I could get why she's like, bitch, put a ring on it. And he's yeah. like, mm, no. <laughs> so when he refused to marry her, um, she got him fired from his job. That seems like a normal response. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. He had had his job for like 17 years and she had recorded supposedly – 
she had recorded stolen stuff that he had taken from his office and it was like a fucking first aid kit that was expired a first aid kit and they're like what a thief yeah and they're like oh well you know john we've never had an incidence like this before in the company and we have that first aid kit's no good but we gotta let you go (laughs) i don't get why they let him go like if it really was just a 20 dollar expired first aid kit why would they just let him go i'm like in the back of my mind i'm wondering if maybe they were like seeing this as an opportunity to let him go because maybe they wanted to you know what i mean yeah and like now they actually actually yeah like like, they had a reason yeah I don't know. Suspicious to me, but whatevs. Yeah, maybe. Um, So after he got fired, he comes home and he's like, bitch, get out of my house. And he went and filed a restraining order against her. I think that's kind of fucked up. Like, I don't know how the laws work in Australia, but apparently it was his house, his children. They were not married. She wasn't on the lease or anything. Like, it was his house. And he couldn't just say, you can't live here anymore. He had to get, like, the court involved and have a court order to have her to move out of his house. Like, why? Like, I don't get the laws in Australia. I think that he got the restraining order because she was fucking crazy. Like, she's already beating on him. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. He knows how crazy she is. And I was reading that his kids liked her. <laughs> but maybe they didn't see the crazy. Yeah, how old were these kids? I, I have no idea. Kids are just so innocent. They like anyone. John knew that she was going to end up killing him. He would tell his coworkers, his friends, his family members, like everybody, if I don't show up to work, this, I guess he gets a new job, you know, if I don't mm-hmm. show up to work, uh, it's Catherine. She killed me. Well, guess what? Bitch didn't show up to work. One day he does not show up to work and his coworkers being awesome. were like, Hey, let's call the police. Yeah. And sure shit, a murder had happened. <laughs> OMG. Um, but what's fucked up is after he gets the restraining order on her, he goes back to her. Like, he lets her come back. But like she wasn't allowed to live there. They were just allowed to date and do it. So I'm assuming that she has like some fucking magic tricks that her vagine can do because I don't understand like why the guys keep coming back. Okay, so in my lifetime, I have experienced where people have like magical vaginas. And I don't understand where these bitches get these magical vaginas because no matter what the girl does, slit your puppy's throat, try to kill your baby, try to kill you. Oh, okay. I'm still going to come back to you. Yeah. You know that song Magic Stick? I think they should make one or we should make one about the magic vagine because that's a powerful, powerful tool, ladies. You got the vagine? You got that good shit? Yeah, apparently it's like fucking drugs. One night, she goes over to his house 
and he wasn't home yet. She gets in her like sexy time clothes, her lingerie, and she has sex with him. Then after she has sex with him, she's like, hey, dude, I'm going to stab you 37 times. That sounds like a normal night. Dude. She stabbed him 37 times, skinned him, and decapitated him. And she was cooking parts of his body. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's not funny, Megan. It's so bizarre. It is so fucking crazy to me. She was cooking parts of his body with potatoes and other vegetables, like his head. His head was in with the meat and potatoes in the gravy. Okay, like I can't blame a girl for putting some potatoes in there because potatoes are life. (laughs) Potatoes are life. How does his head even fit in the pot? Okay, so that was part of how they got her with premeditated murder because she made sure she had all the correct pots and pans Uh and sharp knives in order to cook this meal. I did not know that. Yes, yes. (laughs) You got to have like a stock pot. You'd have to have a stock pot. I don't have a pot big enough to cook ahead. Oh, good. What a relief. (laughs) (laughs) Not like with potatoes and all the other veggies and gravy. Like, fuck, come on. (laughs) So this happened in 2000. His murder happened in 2000. And that's crazy because I feel like that's pretty recent, even though it was 21 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) i told matthew this is after i had had a couple that this happened in the 70s and he's like oh really and i'm like "Mm -hmm." does he know you lied to him Uh, no because we started filming well it did not happen in the 70s matthew if you're listening this happened in 2000 2000 in australia where oh my god So I remembered something Doug had told me. He told me that Australia is where the European people... Okay, okay, okay. So let me back up. The Europeans Mm -hmm. had a lot of criminals and a lot of people in jail, and they just had too many. And, you know, you don't want to feed and house all those prisoners. So they just went and dumped them off in Australia. And I wonder... If we did a genealogy test or a, what is that, Ancestry.com uh-huh. on this woman, if she would be related to one of these criminals that the Europeans dropped off, like maybe, oh, Jeanette, Jeanette, tell them what she did to his butt. Okay, so when I was researching, I came across that she actually cut his butt off. And then, because, you know, like going back to her being a butcher. Yes. She was a very skilled butcher. She knew how to, like, skin animals and take the meats and limbs and bones and shit off. Like, that was her her jam. So I feel like she used those skills to use on this poor guy Mm -hmm. and she had cut his skin off and she had cut his butt off and sliced it into some steaks like this is real life people like this really fucking happened how would you like it if your butt was taken off and sliced into steaks 
What about the dick? What did she do with it? Girl, I wish I knew. Maybe they know, but I'm thinking, okay, what? Okay, she sliced his butt into steaks, but what did she do with his wiener? (gasps) Maybe she was going to make it into a tenderloin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when I was researching, I thought I heard that she like hung it from a door frame, but I don't know if that's true. I don't know if she hung his wiener from a door frame, but I'm assuming that she must have done something special with the ween. I have some gruesome notes for the end. Tell us. No, it's for the end. All right. It gets even more fucked up because, you know, but wait, there's There's more. more. She ends up making like table settings and she had little note cards with names and they were the names of John Price's children. That bitch was going to feed him to his children. Hey, kids. Dinner time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tastes familiar. And there, there was a plate outside. And they don't know if she was either going to feed Price to the dog or... They don't know if she was, like, if she tried eating him, but she couldn't stomach it. (laughs) Okay, like, if the dog was fed some butt cheek and the dog didn't eat, I wonder, oh my god, here's my theory. Okay, she was like, man, I'm going to cook this up. So she cooks him up, and she puts it on plates, and she's like, hmm, I wonder if this tastes good. If the dog will eat it, then it probably does. So she gave the dog some butt cheek and he was like, uh-uh, I'm not eating this shit because, okay, if the dog ate it, then it wouldn't still be on the plate, right? True. Okay, so I think the dog did not eat it. So she was like, well, if the dog didn't eat it, I'm not eating it because dogs eat everything, even their own shit. That's true. That's my theory. Price doesn't go to work because he's all dead and shit and cut up to dinner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So his co-workers call the police. The police show up. They find blood everywhere in the house. They find all the table settings. And then they find Catherine sleeping in her room. But they weren't able to wake her up because she had taken so many sleeping pills that she was like just out of it. And then when she finally does wake up, she doesn't recall any of this happening. But you killed your boyfriend. You cooked his head. You cooked his butt cheeks. You fed it to the dog. The dog was like, "Uh uh-uh, girlfriend. And then you decided to just take a bunch of pills and take a nap. Didn't you find some information that she ran an errand or something? Yeah. Okay. So what I found was that, or like she went to the ATM and she withdrew like, a thousand dollars, I think it was. And they saw this in the record, like, yo, somebody used the debit card and withdrew all this money, but no one can find the money. They still haven't found it. So they don't know what she did with all of this money. Like, I wonder what she did with it. Right? You could like stumble across some money uh, buried in Australia somewhere. Ugh. But yeah, that's what I heard. And then I guess that after she ran her errands and got the money and did whatever she did with the money, 
Then she took all the pills and had a nice nap. Uh, she was sentenced to life in prison with no parole. Yeah, she was the first ever Australian woman to be sentenced to life in prison with no parole. So good for her. Making history and shit. That's right. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> uh, it was a premeditated murder because she, like I said earlier, she made sure she had the correct pots and pans for her human stew. She mm. made sure her knives were super sharp. Mm. And um, the gross stuff is that um, when she was skinning him, she removed, like, his ears, his nose. He, She basically removed every bit of skin off of his body except for a small patch. And the small patch had a scar from when she had stabbed him. <gasps> nah. Swear. That's what I read. What'd she do with it? Um, With the flesh. She took all of his skin, and that's what she hung in the doorway, the entry of the home. Mm. And there is a psychologist who was, like, dying to fucking evaluate her because she is such a fucking mystery, you know? So he goes to evaluate her, and he said that he believes that she had borderline personality disorder, but she knew exactly what she was doing. So that's why they're like, yeah, fuck you, life with prison, no parole, you're nuts. Um, And she felt like the punishment was too harsh for the crime. And she tried to plead insanity, but um, it didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, I think the judge was really smart. Like, he caught on to, like, what she was trying to do. And he was like, "Uh uh-uh, girlfriend, we know you're not crazy, but you're just crazy. Yeah, well, you know, luckily she had a history of abusing all of her lovers, so it it helped. And she is still alive. She's 65, um, and she's still sitting in fucking prison. (laughs) I forgot to add this, but yeah, she's in jail, and she's like a part of the choir. What? And she's the boss ass bitch in prison. Like, I've never been to prison, but you know, you know, there's probably kind of like a social hierarchy there, and she's at the top. She runs the fucking prison. I bet she does. <laughs> Maybe she's found Jesus. We don't know. Oh my God. Have you ever watched the movie Fried Green Tomatoes? No, I've never seen that. Me neither. Oh my gosh. So when I was telling Doug about what we were going to talk about, he said this reminded him of that movie. He thinks it's a similar story. I don't really want to see somebody get skinned and decapitated. That's just so freaking gross. I don't think this movie shows people getting skinned and decapitated and then served in a stew. I I thought Fried Green Tomatoes was supposed to be a funny movie. If you've seen Fried Green Tomatoes, is this this story or is it close to it? Let us know. (laughs) I mean, I guess we could watch it ourselves and find out. Yeah, maybe one day. Gosh, I'm fucking hungry. Oh my God. Speaking of food, I also read or watched, I don't know which one, but the um, detectives that found the head 
in the stew. Uh-huh. He said he couldn't eat for months after that. <gasps> and I could imagine. I feel like once you see something, you can't unsee it. Like, that's so gross. This fucking drink. Um, This fireworks by Bailey's. It's the booze in the bag. Yeah. You know those popsicles that are red, white, and blue and they're a rocket? Mm-hmm. This tastes just like that. Cool. It is so good. I think I would like that. I love it. Okay. Well, I think we're, like, done, right? Yeah. We told you guys a fucked up real life story while we were drunk. That may or may not be accurate. Yeah. We hope you fucking enjoy it because we did so much research for, like, ever. So is right now a good time to mention our keychains? Yes, it is. Perfect time. Okay. What should we say? Hey, everybody. We got some badass fucking keychains. Yeah, we'll post them on our Instagram so you can get a good old look at them. Yeah, and it's the coolest. They're the coolest, and I love them. And I've already posted mine, but I'm going to post it again because it's cool. You did? I didn't know that. Um, so if you want to get your handy dandies on a keychain, all you have to do is hop onto our patron and give us all your money. <laughs> bada boom, bada bang, you get a keychain. Yeah, and some stickers. Ooh. So I mean, if these grand prizes and free gifts aren't blowing your fucking mind and making you want to spend all your money on us, I don't know what will. Yeah, let us know what will. (laughs) Yeah, let us know and we'll start doing that. Yeah, I feel like our goal is just to cover our expenses because it costs money to do this and provide all this beautiful, valuable information. All right, well, I've had like four Trulies and I really have to pee. So I think it's time to sign off. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. And I think I'm going to try to do this. That's a mouth fart. (laughs) It's like we're under the ocean. (laughs) 